変身はい、そんな感じで、ミエバスケットのピックアップセクトバイヘイセバイ、what's up? Um, have you heard about the uh, the new multiverse of Shin Japan heroes? I have not, but I did see you. I'm not sure if it was a tangent or a rant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on uh, Twitter, that you were talking about it, and I liked it because you, you mentioned Shin Godzilla. So I'm like, okay, can't wait to hear about this. More of like a rant, because it wasn't like that long. But so, um, Hideki. <clears throat> Ano, the person who made Evangelion and Shin Godzilla and is making Shin Ultraman and Shin Kamen Rider, it dropped that he was going to do a crossover between all of them. Oh, wow. And start a new cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah. So are you for this or against it? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm just kind of like, um, it sounds real messy and I'm for that. How's that? <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be good, but it's going to be messy. Oh, okay. I like that. Because that sounds amazing to me. So, uh, Shin Ultraman and, and Shin Kamen Rider didn't drop yet? They're coming out in the next... I think Shin Ultraman is 2022. It should come right at 2023. But they're like Ooh. meant to be in that same style as Shin Godzilla. Where it's yes. like, let's reimagine it. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so dope. And yeah, I um, am hopeful. Because like what Shin Godzilla did was like... It was like, what is like the way this made people like feel back in the 50s let's try and make like this character feel that way again let's make that that, that kind of story again yeah it's not necessarily like a reboot it's more like a uh mm-hmm. a re-envision like this is like a modern day take on it if you're kind of like new to the genre and that's what kind of made it more fun for me with the godzilla shin godzilla it was like a different lens if you if you yeah and i know that um He's a like before he made Evangelion, he was really big into Ultraman and like he was like known for like making student films when he was in high school and college of like different Ultraman characters that like he oh. loved and stuff with like a big old. So I'm sure he's gonna go hog wild on that one. And that's one of those things that <clears throat> when you hear stories like that about the director or even like the writing team behind the movies and stuff like that, that they're actually fans. It kind of helps, you know, like they actually put more thought and more care into the to the plot versus somebody's like, oh, he made this type of movie, so he'll be good for this this character. But I like to hear stuff like that. And like, I like the idea of like, let's recontextualize like the cultural heroes and be like, OK, um, wh- who are the, like these big characters? Like, oh, it's like Godzilla. It's Ultraman. It's like Kamen Rider. And like I um, my thought, though, is what would the plot of that crossover be? Because you're crossing over. I'm guessing a live action Evangelion and a Godzilla and Kamen Rider and Ultraman. And that's a lot of different things. 
I you know? would assume that they would team up Ultraman and Kamen Rider to take down Shingas. That's what I'm thinking, if I had to guess. I'm kind of hoping that what they do is a bunch of characters yell at each other about what they believe in, and it's like a messy, no subtext kind of thing. <laughs> uh, that's kind of what I expect. Because, uh, like, what I was saying on Twitter was... um. Let's take a slight spoiler for, uh, I guess, Evangelion. But um, that franchise, a big event. I've not seen the rebuild movies. um, And there is no live action Evangelion. So this would be a crossover, I'm guessing. It was a movie. Like, maybe it's a show. But um, a big event in that franchise is the third impact. The event where people become orange juice and they're all one. (laughs) Uh, and here's the thing Um, there are major themes in each of the other franchises of like a common writers like the power and like the like being a cyborg and they're inhuman and they cannot meld with society and they have no place and there's like lonely guardian and then the stuff with like the original Ultraman was like very much had some focus on how he was a dude that died and got merged with this alien and like he didn't quite have a full grasp of who he was. And then like um, with Godzilla, he's often presented like as like this, like God of like the rage of those who have been killed unjustly by like mass warfare. So like my thought is like each of these characters have like a beef with the idea of like (laughs) all of humanity coming together in one entity, you know? So maybe that's it. That will work. But I don't know. Like, I'm kind of assuming it would be like a live action movie, but like, maybe it's like a big anime, maybe it's a TV show, but I can't imagine like a big. I just. How do you even cast a live action Evangelion, but only for the big crossover? That's kind of wild to think about, actually. Yeah. It, um, I'm not really too familiar about like the casting of films like this, but. I'm just going based off how great Shane Godzilla is uh, and how much I love Kamen Rider. And I feel like a lot of the Ultraman adaptations that I have seen have been kind of convoluted. But with this like different uh, lens, it, I feel like it would go for like a, a non-canon uh, take, right? Totally, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like I'm, I'm more leaning towards being hyped about that, to be honest. Like, they'd all be in their own canon, but I'm, like, I just, um, yeah, we've only, like, seen Ultraman through, like, the lens of, like, 40 years of history, so it would be <laughs> yeah. fun to be, like, what's this movie gonna be? That, that's what I meant when I said uh, non-canon, like, he's not, he won't adapt a, a Ultraman that's already been, you know, around for years, so it'd be his own take on Ultraman, so, and it'd be uh, confined in just this one movie, you know what I mean? So, I'm all for that. That'd be fun. Can you imagine if, like, okay, so, like, imagine you're, like, um, it, like, in 2023, like, you get tasked, hey, could you make a crossover between four major American brands and, like, heroes that we don't own? Or, like, we have, like, it's not, like, like, these characters aren't connected. Like, there's been one crossover with, like, Ultraman and Kamen Rider. There's been, like, a shoe dealer like a one shot like manga baby but like there's been nothing 
connecting these four characters or like yeah, man, these I'm, four franchises. I'm all for that. That sounds like fun because like let's say like you take a guy from Street Fighter, a guy from you know like Nintendo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. a guy like in Master Chief or you know like just cross <laughs> all like different kind of you know what I mean? Like you'd be like oh, I don't know if it's gonna work, but you watch the hell out of that shit, right? You're like, yo, I'm all for this. It's just, it's just like, a, it's, it sounds like a breath of fresh air, to be honest. It's like Master Chief, it's Darth Maul, it's this, Tony Hawk, it's Spider-Man, just like an old school yeah, Tony Hawk game. this is that multiverse type shit. And I feel like that's like the wave right now. Just like bending, bending genres and just making shit happen. It's Homer Simpson, it's Spider-Man, <laughs> it's Darth Vader. Yeah, imagine a, a, a Simpson Futurama collab with uh, Rick and Morty. Mm. That'd be kind of dope, to be honest. Yeah, and like it's just, it's such a nothing. Like it could be anything. It's not like there's like a history here. It's like, oh, we're just like matching these up. Yeah, sure, that'd be totally fun. I used to um really love the Futurama Simpsons comics back in the day because like um some supermarket was like they always had them and they did the crossover there. I was like, oh, this is so cool. But it was also like a comic, so it was like, oh, it's Professor. Ficklesteed or whatever, and like whatever, they're like, I get out. <clears throat> okay, uh, I, I, I missed that. Um, I know I said I didn't have anything to bring up before the pod, but did you happen to catch any of the uh Super Bowl commercials? Uh, more particular, the new Jurassic Park commercial or or trailer or the new uh Doctor Strange trailer for Multiverse of Menace? Catch any of those? Oh, uh, I didn't watch the commercials. But I did catch up on the trailers for the Marvel stuff just to be like, oh, what's going on? Okay. Uh, what's the Jurassic Park trailer like? So the Jurassic Park uh, commercial, they're bringing everybody back from the old f- films. Okay. Yeah. It's, I, I, honestly, Modern, Jeff Goldblum's there. Okay. Yeah. And um, the way they're doing dinosaurs uh, this time around, uh, they're already living amongst humans. So... I'm not sure if they're trying to tame them and put them back into confinement or if they're trying to figure out how to live a life coping with, you know, like dinosaurs and like they're just like a different form of, you know, like a yeah a, a wildlife. But uh, it looks interesting, though. I like this take. Um, I know it's kind of cheesy to, to do the whole nostalgia thing, but <laughs> when it's good, it's good. You know what I mean? And this uh, this looks promising, to be honest. I'm wondering, like. Why not guns though? Like I wonder like what happened like what's the like what's the justification? Like is it like how did the dinosaurs become a problem? Because like I thought there's only like a couple of them, like maybe there's more by the end of that last movie, but it's just like okay, like how come this isn't a solved problem? Is it like <laughs> they take like a page from like even Gelly and they're like, Yeah, there's these fields that stop all things from hurting dinosaurs unless you're within five feet of them. Yeah, because you know, like they could use both as a math destruction. Uh, they could create something to, you know, keep them more confined. But I, I don't know. Maybe PETA's bigger than what we think it is. Maybe it reaches to the dinosaurs. As well. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> I saw Doctor Strange. Though. People were hyped for that. Yeah, Doctor Strange. Uh, the teaser that happened after No Way Home was cool, but it was a little choppy. Kind of seemed like kind of rushed. But this was mm-hmm. a, a well put together trailer. Uh, it teased a lot of uh, uh, characters that could be showing up. One particularly uh, is yeah. uh, Professor X is going to be in this. So I'm looking forward to that. So I think this is the movie that everybody pretty much predicted will introduce mutants. So we shall see. 
Yeah, I'm wondering. Because, uh, like, it makes the most sense to, like, introduce, like, the couple of characters people, like, fully recognize. And, like, Patrick Stewart, totally big. But, like, is it going to be, like, Patrick Stewart and then things reset and we see, like, James McAvoy or, like, a new guy entirely? Like, I wonder what they're going to do. Because, like, they kind of oh, have to do both of them. That'd be wild. That would be wild. But I feel like if you're ever going to look for a reason to uh, or an excuse to introduce mutants, this is the perfect movie for it, for like a multiverse type thing. So, you know, Pandora's box is fully open and you could bring back anybody from, you could bring back, uh, what's what's my guy's name? Uh, Wolverine. Hugh Jackman? <laughs> yeah. You can bring him back. Uh, I know they did a lot of stuff and it's been rumored that they're going to introduce some characters that were in the uh, the Disney Plus show, What If? Like different variances okay. and like that. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, <laughs> I feel like, you know, losing like the icons uh, from the from like the Infinity Saga, uh, you know, like Iron Man and Captain America. You yeah. have to, you have to just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. And I'm all for that. It's wild, though, because like they lost the icons, but like it kind of reminds me of like reading comics like when I was like a kid where it's like, oh, man. Iron Man Captain America seem really important in this comic, but <laughs> none of the other comics I read here know about or, or like cartoons and stuff. So, and it's you know, Farsight, you know, like 10 to 15, 20 years from now, like you know, they're going to recast those characters. They're way too important to, the, mm-hmm. you know, Marvel overall to just, you know, oh, they died. They're not coming back. So, this is also an opportunity to set those seeds as well, as far as like, you know, the multiverse could bring back any character you ever imagined. Uh, so, you know, like we may be seeing, you know, a different Iron Man, we may see a different Captain America, but to go the rest of our lives without another Captain America movie, we know that's never going to happen. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they'll just, they'll, they'll recast and move on. do like an ultimate thing. Like, oh, it's like the ultimate MCU. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, like yeah. That. They'll find a way to, to get, Get back into the IP. They're not stupid. Uh, yeah. No, but um, there's w- actually only one superhero movie that I am legitimately very excited for. Like maximum, like headbang on like the wall, though. Oh, what is that? Oh, uh, the Wonder Twins movie that has been announced. Wonder Twins movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm what? that sicko. <laughs> How'd you find this? This must be in a dark web. No, it's not like a dark. It's like an HBO Max movie or it's like hell a real movie. Yeah. I'm not sure. HBO Max. Hell yeah. I'll take it. You see this now? Yeah. No, no. Like I can see it working on like a streaming type movie, but big scale, not really. But definitely HBO Max tra- streaming movie. Hell yeah. Let's do it. But also like, I feel like I have no clue what they're going to do. Are they going <laughs> to be like really gritty? Are they going to be really silly? What was that show that they were on uh, on Cartoon Network? The Wonder Twins. Was it... It wasn't a Justice League, right? What the fuck was it called? The old school one. Uh, what were Damn. they from? They were like part of like a whole cast. Yeah, like Super Friends hours. Super like, Friends. In the 70s. Damn, yeah. bro. That took me back. That's awesome, man. Super Friends. Let's just make a Super Friends movie. Honestly, um, <laughs> that would be great. Since we're, you know, doing the whole nostalgia thing, just, just rock that out. That would be the perfect like Lego movie, like Lego Super Friends. Yeah. And you could do small scale streaming. That's fine. And I feel like HBO HBO uh, Max is the perfect experimental streaming service for movies like that. I don't think it would work on Hulu. No, um, 
what's that thing? Like there was some TV show that they were trying based off like some other superhero on the CW. Oh, they were, they had a Diablo Cody Powerpuff Girls mm. TV show that got canceled. Cause they were like, this is too much. This is, this is, this isn't going to work. Cause it was all like stuff like buttercup saying, Oh, it's okay. Like you didn't swallow and slut. And it's yeah. like, what? This is Powerpuff Girls. Nah, I'm good on that. Like a live action Powerpuff Girls would be kind of weird, but you know, like a limited series of it would be cool. I think even Dexter's Lab live action, that'd be fun. I don't know if you could do a live action Powerpuff Girls because they're, they're like well sourced slutty Halloween costumes and their children. <laughs> So just stay yeah. away is my vibe. Yeah, you have to you have to like do like power powerpuff women or something. Yeah, you're right. You don't want to do like a show with like a bunch of kids and like that's better as a cartoon, but like if you do it like with adults, you're like, ah, uh, yeah. These costumes are uh tainted a little bit, but maybe not. But uh yeah. Um speaking of heroes though, we have our own to talk about this time. Uh and that is with Jetman to start. It's whoa, Jetman. <laughs> Yo, I'm not sure if we'll ever get a, a two episode stress like this, but this is like all time greatness, right? These two episodes. And also, this whole time, I was like, like once I realized what the end of the second episode was, I was like, wait, this would never happen nowadays. This would never be resolved in this quick of pace. Like, no, nope. they went top speed. Yeah, man, and, and it was one of those things, like, the last few pods, I've been not necessarily complaining, but one of the things that I wanted more was more, like, plot, more, you know, like, more progressiveness from Jetman. Like, the, you know, dimensions and stuff like that were cool, but it kind of started to feel a little fillery, but this was all out, full-blown, like, <laughs> no dimensions, we got a fucking <laughs> a set you know, character that, you know, everybody feared and it was great, man. No dimensions, these two episodes. Yeah. And like, they start with like this asteroids coming and like the generals are playing chess and then like Radigan's freaking out. It's like, oh, who could this be? (laughs) It's like, oh, this is a great start. Yeah. We got a little bit of, you know, uh, Ragnet uh, ended up being, you know, like finals MVP and then like having like the worst three seasons following after that. And he finally got called up to you know, start again, and he did okay. Did okay. They did a lot of work on his character this time, where they're like, damn, yeah. he's not interesting. He's not Tran. He's not gray at all. Gotta do something. Yeah, and we were saying, like, the way he was portrayed in the first few episodes felt like he was the leader. But these two episodes actually helped me personally understand that he's just one of the guys. Like, I guess we just assumed that he was a leader based off, you know, him being so outspoken out of the group but he's just part of the guys man he just he just wanted to vi- <laughs> the viral and uh i guess i guess you know they just give him the role as shift leader you ever worked at a restaurant <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's heavy vibes there the shift leader is you know like just a regular server but you know just for that shift they're just like you know checking you know everybody's working and stuff like that so he's he's just a shift leader man and like um Let's like walk through what he does in these like two episodes. Like he freaks out. He like then finds the asteroid and tries to kill it, but then like gets stopped by the jet man. And then like the Empress comes out and is like, oh, my Roy, oh, my loyal like Radigate. Like you're so cute and my favorite. 
Meanwhile, he despises her. Yeah, he's in the background like, of course we have to kill her immediately. It's not going to work. <laughs> she even calls my man's cute, and he just ruins it. I'm like, bro. But he but he finds a chick in the, in the long run, so it all worked out. I love how uh, he doesn't even try to, like, sneak attack her. <laughs> he, like, walks away from her, yeah. turns around with his sword out. is like, ah, you're going to die. And then she's just like, what? <laughs> And she just has this like floating spirit, like blocking it. I'm like, yo, this is this is this is why we love Jetman, you know. And she had all the Kamen Rider saber power. She had like a spear. She could get see through. She could like make stuff happen. Yeah, like the best power she had was it was pretty brutal. I don't know how you felt about the the special effect, but with Wild. the diamonds coming out of the humans, <laughs> yeah, I cringed every time I saw that shit. That was well done practical effects. Got to got to give kudos for Shad. For sure. Like how? Okay, so how often is it like some character like we need human suffering in just like <laughs> any show, and they're just like, okay, I made this monster that's gonna play piano and make people sad or whatever, and she's like, I'm just gonna make all people or like a random section of people spout diamonds from their skin. I loved it, man. It just was like you know, human suffering and sadness crystallized, and whatever the monster is on her was it. Semi Maru or something like that. Yeah, Semi Maru was the egg she was trying to hatch for a monster. Yeah, I love that little plot device. That was fun, man. But those fun. crystals, like bloody, Brutal. they're coming out of like Oof. necks and like kids are getting them. There's more spread on a chest. It's like, oh damn. Yeah, the necks and the hands. It was just, I was just like, God, Lee, they did a great job. Shout out to the actors too. They 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 made it come to life. In this backdrop too of like the team is like shopping and then guy takes a <laughs> calorie in like an elevator yep. and is like dude bro you gotta work on this yeah he's so aggressive i mean he would have definitely got a report at hr at this point should have went to commander and be like yo this guy i gave him so many chances here's a notebook of times he's been sexually harassing me <laughs> and you know, uh, yeah guy would have not been a jetman anymore based off his actions <laughs> I mean, it's so wild that, like, they do the elevator thing and, like, it's a pretty quick scene, but, like, he's just like, <clears throat> I'd rather you hate me. And, love me or hate me. And it's so bad because, like, we love Guy. You know, he's he's the guy that's charismatic. You know, he's a ladies' man. And then just to see him, like, be so stressed out over Kyrie and... <laughs> yeah, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? And then... You know, Ryu's so nonchalant about it. He's like, yeah, I don't even want her, bro. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the bad part. He doesn't even want her either. It's like, dude, like, let it go, man. Because, like, he still hasn't said, hey, guys, I've had a great time over these past, like, four <laughs> months. My girlfriend died, like, two hours before I met you all. Yeah. And she might also be around to be. He's never said that to them yet, so I don't know. Never, bro. And Kyrie is just... I guess working this love triangle that's not really a love triangle. So it's an interesting plot plot device. It's a weird like it's being pushed into a love triangle, but like right now it's like um when you have a bike and like the chain's not on it and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like weird shape you're trying to make it get on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so riding it gets turned into a human. And my immediate thought is, oh my god, is he also gonna fall for like Cowrie? Because like, like, like this whole episode, like, right is like, 
I'm really ugly, dumb, but I'm going to protect Kyrie because I love her. It's like, shut up, dude. Just go have sex with your like weird sniper wife or whatever she is. I don't know. Just get off Kyrie. I, I love that he got turned into a human, though. Like, that was, you know, uses. She said, I, want, I wish the, west, the worst thing upon you. And it was becoming a human. That was so wild. Like, yeah. And. I love that he didn't remember who he was. And I love like the whole like, you know, like him him being found by Sak- Sakai or her family. But I'm like, dude, how the fuck you know how to ride a motorcycle? Like, where who, where does that need to stop? Like, honestly. And like, did he even ride a motorcycle before he was <laughs> like why he was a uh, viral? You know what I mean? Like, it was a little few things there that was kind of confusing. But well, they imply it's his motorcycle, too. Yeah, it's always it's always funny in movies like what they allow certain characters remember from their past and what they don't. <laughs> yeah, and just um so let's let's talk about what this would have been in a modern show. In a modern show, he would have got turned human and the next six episodes would have led up to him being the, the sixth member of the, the like jet band. I honestly thought that's where we were headed. I'm like, yo, they're really going to do some like modern age come to life type thing. Like he loves humans now. He <laughs> understands them. They give him a, you know, like a, what are you even called? What are what they turning into jet men? Is there a name for it? Uh, the cross changer. Cross changer. The changer. Okay. Yeah. They gave him a cross changer. He gets a vehicle. But <laughs> yeah. that didn't happen. And I'm kind of glad it did, to be honest. I- yeah, just it was just like so weird. It's like uh this would have been a longer arc. And that and they just kind of go through like two parts of this arc. Cause um so like this about like starts with a guy who got hit by the crystal beam, like running away and like being chased by the cowrie and like there's crystals like coming out of his neck and his chest and he's just like so much pain yeah and the and title of this wild. episode i thought my man was gone what audacity <laughs> i'm like so this is just the title of the episode like what the f- i'm like is this like a you know a bait and switch i'm like guys really about to die holy shit so they got me super invested with the title and like with the title i was like oh is like guy gonna die and then like Radigat becomes like the like black condor character like what's going yeah. on like I, I i totally thought they were gonna go that way and then i'm like maybe guy dies and then he becomes a virum somehow from being like resurrected i didn't know where it was gonna go with that title but it would be so wild <laughs> if they got rid of guy he's no offense he's like the only one who could like make interpersonal plots <laughs> happen right now yeah but his like little scene when the diamonds were coming out of his body was maybe the most brutalist. Like, that shit was disgusting to see. <laughs> and, like, uh, he got one more win... F- yeah. One more win for practical effects is the way that the diamonds cut through the skin and the skin <sighs> looks all messed up. You can't do that with CGI. Like, no. I've seen movies. This is, yeah. No, no, no. You can't. And it worked, man. I was literally grossed out by, you know, like, how they had uh, special effects this, these two episodes great job um i love how rat get meets the most stereotypical girl like it's like oh hey it's nice to see you i have amnesia let's go to the <laughs> beach oh you're dying and you made a wish for me to oh be yeah better. why didn't you wish for yourself <laughs> yeah don't board me as in i guess he saves her i guess he has some kind of power that he's not aware of 
or didn't remember he had. Yeah. He, he could bring back pe- people from the dead or something. Is that what they alluded to? Yeah. And it's of like, this would be like so many episodes in like another show. would be like, oh, like, he, like <laughs> as amnesia. Oh, yeah, no, she's dragged it out. And like, it's at the same time, he's like helping her is like when guys like saying stuff like, don't be a crybaby. I'm just dying. It's like no big deal. I was like, oh, it's like he gonna save guys. Like, no guy just gets turned into a crystal. Uh, and yeah, so Radigat and the girl fall in love, but then he gets some memories back and comes to the fight. And it's like, oh, wait. And then everybody shows up to beat the shit out of Juza. Everybody Bro, is here. Byram Jetman team up, mind blown. Like, that has to be one of my most like top five memories I'm gonna have from this series. Like I, I never expected a Viram Jetman team up. That was so fun. Just like the four Jetman are like losing, and then like he shows up as a human, and then like he becomes like a Viram again, and like actually faces her this time. Like then guy like comes down from a plane and kicks her ass. Then like all the other like Viram just attackers. Like damn, like I. If you're gonna like say somebody's a major villain and then like get rid of her this quick, it's kind of nice that you were like, "Oh yeah, let's make everybody beat the crap out of her." And be like, "Oh yeah, she's like not a pushover at least." Yeah, she was a threat. If it took all of them like teaming up to take her out, that was that was crazy. Yeah, they like cut her head open and like cover. Oh my like, god, and those, those are some good special effects too. With with they like split split uh split on the head, that was fun. Yeah. Um but she survives the big bazooka, but it's very weak. When she gets found by Ragu, who just throws a sword into her neck and takes her egg. <laughs> and uh, what do you think of the scene where he gets confronted by Saki and like she's like, be human again? He's like, I've never been human. <laughs> oh, I literally I thought he was gonna give in and be like, I love you, or you know, say something cheesy or something like that. But I'm like, yo, like, man, this is really like back. And I'm like, did he did he kill her in that scene? Is, uh, is that what happened? Or that was weird, right? <laughs> yeah, it didn't really say. It didn't really say what happened. I'm like, wait, what happened to Sakai? Like, are we gonna see her again? Or is that is? I'm like, yo, did he just kill her? He gets his egg. Yeah, and then, like <laughs> zaps her or some shit. If I can remember. And she He's like that's where we don't see her die. Yeah, I'm like, is she like teleported to like the Viram headquarters or? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. And like he's like, um, when he's talking to her, like he's in his like headgear, but his like makeup's not on, so he has like human skin again. And it's like, oh, like that's a cool way to show that he's like conflicted or like so those stupid thoughts. So he's like, <laughs> okay, what's going on? Yeah, here? and I guess he's gonna have these battles throughout the rest of the season. Is what I'm guessing. Unless they're just not going to go with any tropes at all and just be like totally original. But usually like the person battles like remorse for like, you know, doing this to humans because they experienced being what a human was like. I'm not sure what the overall plot of Jetman would be, but that's what I'm guessing. Though he really needed something to be it a compelling worked. character. Yeah. It, he really boosts up his stock with these two episodes. Like I would have him ahead of... um. Uh, Tran, I would say he surpassed Tran. Nobody's surpassing Gray. It's yeah, impossible at this point. <laughs> and he, I would say he surpassed. Uh, was it Mario? 
Maria? Yeah, Maria. Yeah, so I'll say he's back to number two. Nobody's passing Gray, though. I mean, how can you? Like, what? Like, he <laughs> would seem like pandering at this point. Like, if they showed up like a pushy <laughs> character, like, hey, he's so cool. Is is absolutely nothing that I'm just gonna call him Rad. Nothing that yeah. Rad could do to pass Gray, and that's just is it is what it is, you know. And um, when he, he's human, he's B Rad. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, I, I, uh, could, I could see another B Rad episode. Yeah. Uh oh um I'm very excited to see what they do next now they've like taken this like weird detour. They can't do this all the time. Like it's also yeah. like okay. I didn't even invested. I didn't even skip to see like the preview for next episode. But No me neither. I don't really see this happening again for any other church or characters. Can you imagine like Tran being like a little human boy? <laughs> like I can't see that happening. I can see Maria uh, remember yeah, who she that, is yeah. You know what I mean Cause that has to be Reuse X right Yeah So I'm pretty sure That'll It should happen. be the next one That's challenged With human uh, Emotions And maybe Gray was a human In the past life Or something like that Maybe this is the Maybe this is the moral Of the story Like they're like, just Honestly They're just yeah. They're just going against Being Going against hum, uh, hum, Humanity And just like They were They could relate to it But they're just going against I don't know it's still on air. I mean, it was a love story last few episodes. Now it's like, maybe it's like a commentary on humanity. But it's fun, man. With Gray, I think he either has always been a robot or probably he's like so human because he loves things. Or he's like a Tin Man type character where like he became like more robotic over time. And then like it's like, oh, I'm, I'm just a robot now. I can see both ways because he's the most cultured out of all of the virus. Like, my guy sips wine, smokes cigars. He loves music. You know what I'm saying? Like, out of all of the virus, he's the most human. Yeah. He had a crush on someone. Like, that's a human emotion. So it's like, he's the most human of them all. So I'm interested in seeing how these... It's crazy that the virus ended up being more interesting than Jim, man. (laughs) These two episodes, you know? Like, yeah, no, they weren't doing much of the, <laughs> this time. Yeah, the Jetman kind of took a backseat. Virum's like, uh, okay, it's our show now. I mean, good. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, you did this. Sometimes this doesn't work. Yeah. Um, one small thing, but like when they're talking about like the wars they were going through in the other dimensions, they had this sick concept art this whole time. I was like, this is great. It's yeah. like a minute of concept art. But yeah. Um, and Oh, yeah, we had the, uh, my bad. We forgot about the Sebi Maru hatches at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. So we got that to look forward to. I'm betting that's a strong villain. Maybe it's some kind of like it grows over time. Maybe it's like we make m- next episode, but yeah, we may go a few episodes with no uh dimensions at all. It might be like, you know, like s- straight straight plot. Yeah. Um I'm wondering how the show is gonna escalate though, because like they don't do as many toys and power ups. So, like, I wonder, like, how they keep things getting more intense. But, and, uh, our second show, uh, also got my attention this time. Um, <laughs> what do you feel about these two, these two episodes of Build? Um, I did not hate them. Um, I really do like the introduction of new characters, which is something I was complaining about the last few pods. So, you know, seeing new characters alive, um, 
Still not really there with the stakes of the war yet. It's just kind of feels yeah. like something going on in the background. Don't really see like how this can keep me entertained. Um, also, it's a little weird that two characters that we've known as two different names for the last 17 episodes are going or are pretty much different people now. Still not sure how to react to that. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, man, what'd you think? It's interesting. I'm glad the war's happening. Um, they did all right with a pretty small budget, making it look like there was like large scale combat like at the very beginning. Um, mm-hmm. But it also was like, I, I like seeing the people as like, oh, Missouri is reacting to like the like crowds of people that are harmed. There's kids crying. But it's also like so big that it doesn't matter. Like they should have been like, man, my restaurant's really messed up. Hi. I'm a person you could talk to and you and like understand the stakes of this, you know, like there's no people here. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things that we wanted more out of these, out of, out of this show particularly is more uh, interactions with people uh, living and breathing in, you know, Hokoto and all the other uh, cities, but we still haven't gotten it yet. We just get the, you know, the uh, powers that be, but maybe we, we will yeah. in uh, the future, but, that also uh, helps with the realism of the stakes and stuff like that, you know? Like, uh, it doesn't help, too, that everything's a product that's trying to, like, sell things and make things and everything's world-building. But when I found out, there's, like, and there's 60 bottles, I was like, okay. Yo, when I saw like, whoa, 60? <laughs> we about to see all kind of combinations out of... Uh, out of built for sure. I thought I thought that was capped at what was it, twenty before? Yeah. Now it's sixty. Damn. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. That's what? Three times as much? Crazy. Yeah. But um yeah, the main thrust of this episode though is like uh the new characters that um I liked the crows well enough. They seemed like fun uh they kind of got like beat a little too quickly i thought but they seem like fun characters as far as like oh they're smashers that can talk that's good they can be characters yeah they were like i wouldn't even say op (laughs) but they were like effective for like the first (laughs) few seconds they were introduced and automatically got nerfed i'm like damn (laughs) they're like broken skull type characters (laughs) No, yeah, they got that vibe a little bit. Like that uh, <laughs> one dude. With yeah, the, the, yeah with that, that one like, Pompadour dude. Yeah, yeah, they want the Very Mohawk. And then got the other guy. I was like, okay, they kind of remind me of Boca Skull plus, plus one. Um, I like their leader. Uh, he hasn't got a name really, right? Like he's just like their boss or Grease. Yeah, uh, Comrade or Geese, Grease. But uh, yeah. yeah, you said his name is Kazumi, right? Yeah, that's what I saw when I... Uh, checked google but also like i didn't want to see more so well it also says it in a, the show notes for for this pod on wiki so maybe they did say it okay well damn i think it's interesting because um he is a comrade or alumni he's actually um a main character in comrade akiva which me and steph are just finishing now oh wow okay yeah um so was he, kiva before this or after yeah, Kiva was 2008, so this is 2018. This is about 10 years later. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's kind of like a, if you know, you know type thing. Like, oh, this guy's 
back again. So like share universe type thing or what? Remember um, how we watched the, uh, oh no, uh, I forget if you watched the crossover, but there's a crossover between uh, the show before Zero One and this show where like it's like super meta and like it's like, oh, they're in the real world and Cobb is like a TV show. And like at that point, like I think they make jokes about that kind of thing and they're like, oh, you're this character. Like, who are you talking about? I'm this character. But yeah, um, he's a major-ish dude, I guess, for that's fun. Returning actors, yeah. But also, there's nothing as much <laughs> of <clears throat> as cool as yeah. just like let's have some peak '90s happen, you know? Like, I wanted to be hyped about the new uh, what are they called slice. What's it called? The new belts. The S Clash Driver. The Splash yeah. Driver. Splash. 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 The Splash belts, but I'm just like, eh, that's cool. Splash is like one of those noises that like y- you see in the X Men or like one of your friends says for like something really nasty. They're like, oh, like, did you <laughs> see like that? Like, yeah. And the Henshin was kind of reminiscent to, uh, is it is a game with the fizzy pop? Uh, yeah. It kind of remind me of game Loki. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know what the motif is like with the bottles. I guess like I just thought they were bottles, but like I don't understand the motif. Sometimes or like, okay, they're bottles now. They're soda now. They're gels. But like, it made sense because they were like fruits in game versus now it's like they're rabbits and they're tanks and their stuff and the dragons. Like, what? Why are they drinks and gels? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. Either. Maybe somebody. uh Let's listen to the pocket. Help us out. No, yeah. Um, but I, as usual, kind of like left more in on Jetman. Um, I hope they do give these smaller stakes. And like, I think like w- we've just been like introduced to more characters. So like, I'm hoping that like we get that. And like, there's some implication of like they have families and stuff. That's why like they're doing stuff. But yeah, um, I'm hopeful for Bill, but it, does not have me with just how wild it is as Jetman does. Yeah, maybe if we're watching Bill on his own, we'll be more hyped about it, but it's just we're watching both at the same time, and we're not doing it intentionally. We're doing it unintentionally just comparing the two, but where where Jetman is now compared to Bill, I would say (laughs) Jetman has the advantage. What do you think about um, (laughs) the reveal that Greece loves when Mizora is like an idol on Twitch. So when they were teasing it at first, I'm like, okay, is this guy her like brother? Are they related? Do they know each other? And then he's like, oh, that's my, my, well, what's her online name again? Mitan. No. Yeah, Mitan. And he's turned into like a total simp. I'm like, oh shit. Okay, I didn't expect that. So that was cool. Um, Not really sure where that will take us as far as the story him being obsessed with her but i mean it just shows you that she has clout like unimaginably type clout like this guy is literally like in love with her doesn't even know who he is (laughs) honestly it's kind of just like they're very quick to make sure that we know this dude isn't like a villain or won't be for long they're like oh yeah he loves this like one idol he's funny they're like he's he just has like too many reads of being a hero to even like have too much 
pressure on like him right now as like an antagonist, you mm-hmm. know, T- too sympathetic. But um, I think it's like intro of taking out a smash untransformed was cool, but also it was just like, okay, it just kind of happened. <laughs> yeah. What do you think happens next with build then? Uh, what do I think happens next with build? Uh, with the introduction of new characters, I assume that it will be ongoing battle until they realize that um, they're being played. Because pretty much, I guess the commentary behind the show is that they're just weapons of war, and and neither of these like people in charge care about them. Um, so yeah, I think it just comes to a come to Jesus moment. They're just like, what are we doing? Uh, but I do feel like Kasurugi, aka Sento. Uh, is on a redemption tour right now, <laughs> so I, I I feel like he will will find a way to like use the belts for a better good, but the better good would have to be like going against the powers that be, and I'm not sure how he's going to be able to pull. What do you think? I think um you maybe realize, and I'm truly not trying to be a hater on build, uh, but I think a lot of times characters will say something and have a problem like Sento was having in the first episode. He's like, oh man, war's bad. And then in the same episode, he came to a solution on his own without really talking to anybody. And like, it's just kind of like, okay, that's not like how people struggle with stuff a little bit. Like if it's like, here's the like arc of like meeting people and realizing I need to defend people, but it was very quick and really unspurred by anything. Like there weren't any, like even like that many stakes. It was like, Oh yeah, we want your bottles. We won't hurt you. And he's like, you're right. I do have to fight <laughs> and overcome. It's like, okay, that's a little disconnected from like a character moment as much as you want it to be. But this is me. Yeah. So no prediction of where he's headed. Uh, I think we need a, a bigger villain or we need to, <clears throat> empower the leaders maybe they get like some kind of like remote common rider but and it's like hey what's up um i um can remotely become this evil common rider you can't even kill me because ha ha yeah. that's this is a drone this is probably really one of the most unpredictable common rider shows that we've watched so far together is that i don't really don't know because like with the Stock, I'm not really sure why he's teaming up with, you know, Hokuto. Um, do you know why? Do you have any predictions of why he's teaming up with this side versus the other? I think he's teaming up with all of them. And I think, like, the show's... So he's just playing all sides? Thick. Yeah. Okay. He keeps saying, I want to see how you boys grow. So I'm really wondering, like, does he have, like, some weird thing where it's like, hey, I need you to be hazard level eight. And then you can equip the Pandora box, and that's good for me. Yeah, maybe I want you to do that. I or maybe know. he's like really a good guy the whole time, and he's just like doing this to get their hazard levels up. I don't know. Kind of hard to predict. Yeah. yeah. This show could use a villain who seems like they don't have the best interest of the main characters at heart. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, somebody just needs to come from Mars and be like, "I want my boxes back." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's. A, <laughs> just like yo like those are my boxes those are my ancestors boxes type thing like you know what i mean <laughs> the way you said that was like 
chew these. I want my boxes back. <laughs> what if it was just like, oh, like we're super advanced aliens, and that's like my grandfather's urn. Like, can I have that back? You just made him into a bunch of bottles and stuff to fight wars. Yeah, you shame. What do you do? You shame my my whole existence by using these for war of all things for war. Oh, man, I hope there's cool aliens. Like, I hope, like just do a copywriter game, <laughs> make them fun. Like, I really want to love the smashes. Like the bull shape smash was cool. The blue one, he was cool yeah, yeah. design. The other ones weren't weren't all that, but. I just need them to level up a little bit. Like, you don't need to be on like rider level, but at least have like some kind of cool design to, to give me a bit. Yeah. Um, I think the show could have used a couple episodes setting stakes and having smaller characters. And maybe they'll do that soon. That's my hope. I have faith. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't hate build at all. It's just, I just need them to like, I don't know. Just like, I wanted to be hyped for the war, but I'm honestly not. Like, you got to eat a little bit of something more. Is, do you feel the We're same kinda, way? Or are you hyped about yeah. the Yeah. I'm kind of worried that might be my fault because I'm just like, v- very much like, oh, where's the character development? Where's like the small scale? And I'm like <laughs> making it not fun. I don't know. But who does? Uh, but that brings us to the end. And we have questions. Very important questions. And uh, for you, uh, who are your top three of your characters? Let's start it. Oh, three and go around. Damn, so this I ha- is rough, right? Yeah, damn. I, I have, I have two. If I had to give it to three, I would give it to Comrade Grease, just for a That's breath a of pressure one. on build. We needed somebody to come in and just get things messy for. Um, number two would be Rad of all people. I never thought I would give Rad a top three position ever. Uh, he climbed to the podium and uh, number one taking home the gold for me would have to be Empress Yuza because mm. she came in like a wrecking ball and her powers, her display of dominance and just everything was amazing. And it's, it's sad to see her gone so, so soon. Who's your top three? That's true. They gave her a like monster form and everything real quick, but she <laughs> yeah. used one time. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's a pretty good list, I think. Like I think um gotta give some to Greece, but Radigate really had the big guns. But if we don't see Juza again, she definitely did a lot of her time. She was a very clearly defined character and she knew what she wanted. You knew immediately who she was and her weird like hand tentacle machine gun thing just perfectly just exactly what they wanted that character to be was out there immediately. It's great. Great performance. On a yeah. on a short on a short uh playing time too. She didn't even yeah. get like a full like six episode run. It was just like two. Yeah. So like gotta respect that. Very effective for what she was able to do. What was your favorite effect that we saw? Which uh might be easiest time. Actually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll we agree on this one. Uh definitely the diamonds that Empress user used Damn. to bring out the sadness and suffering out of humans. And it was just Oh, unbearable to watch. Uh, inflicted a lot of saddest suffering to me watching it. And it was great, man. What about you? It's definitely pretty same. up there for Toku effects. Yeah, it's the same one. Um, just like the ripping through the flesh and like the way they have like the bubbly, like oof, weird, like rubber flesh. It like doesn't look real, but it looks 
off in the right way that like conveys the pain very well. I like it a lot. Yeah, and just and just tacking that on to uh to uh you know that like the actors like portraying it, it was just was highly effective too. Great job. Um in the Toku Sailor Moon, um there was actually a plot that I'm convinced is like cribbing this now because the um the Empress in that show makes a monster and she's like, Well, if we're gonna find the moon princess, I'm gonna send out a monster that's like gonna take care of this and kill her and she just makes a monster that like sings a song that kills all princesses so like there's like kids in libraries like reading books and like the books set on fire there's like kids having birthday parties and like they're passing out and stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> just like that's this was like that level yeah it's very effective but uh our last question as always is what was your best fit this time around oh damn this is a little rough one. Uh, can I give it to a unit? Like a group of guys? Yeah, you can do it. Uh, so off the dome, I will have to say uh, fit of the week goes to the super hard Smash Bros. Um, with the yellow uh, tuxes and just like, you know, their own variation. One had a Barrera on or like a the commando <laughs> hat like guy wears. Uh, or I mean, a uh, and bison, my bad. Then bison hat, what's it called? Yeah, <laughs> uh, a beret. Yeah, beret. There we go. What I say, Barrera? My bad. I'm a little tipsy. Yeah. Uh, and then the guy with the bandana with the with the uh, hawk, and then I can't recall what the other one had, but they they were uh, in sync. So I would give it a to beanie. The, I think. Yeah, beanie. Yeah, there we go. So I'll I'll give it to the super hard Smash Bros. Who do you got? I'm gonna say one that's a little um different but i think that as far as your casual fit um have to give that to um to b-rad um like b-rad's oh, fit okay very good shout out b-rad he has like a jean vest has like a dark um like tie-dye shirt and like a little like peace side necklace he's like who am i where am i from and <laughs> yeah the answer is you're from 1991 dude he felt very like '90s, like love so proper esque, like like love interest for like anybody in like a like those love novels. But yeah, uh, you think like like he fit she the, would he not fit the put part. him in a good fit. Yeah, he fit the part. So, yeah, that's a good look. Do you think we get him back in like human clothes again? Like, can he control it or like did he like? Break yeah, after after like you know like breaking this 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 epi- these two episodes down. To you, I think we see all the vitamin in human form. I think that's the end goal for for Byram, is just to understand humanity. That's where I'm at right now. So I do see we, I do believe we see B Rad. We may see a human version of Tran. Uh, Gray might even get a human form, but I think that's where we headed as of now. I yeah, <laughs> Gray would be interesting. I think if Gray gets a human form, that's going to be like a weird episode. That's going to be. I can see like him like as an old man. With this, like salt and pepper hair, drinking wine, smoking a cigar, and just listening to you know some jazz or something. As his like last shot, we see him. Oh, that would be good. Rad will freaking uh you know fall in love with Sakai. Uh, Tran will end up going to school with uh what's up? What's my girl's name? The high school chick. Uh, what's her name? Oh, <laughs> her name is Akko. Yeah, yeah. With Akko, Tran will go to high school with Akko. 
and then uh Maria will you know fall in love with uh Ryu. That's that's my prediction as of right now. Honestly, um I hope that we see that Saki comes back and now she is like a viral form. She's just like <laughs> What's up, everybody? <sighs> I think she's like in the in the virum like dungeon, like just like as as a Raz pet, but they're gonna be like, Why are you keeping this human alive? And then he doesn't wanna say he's in love with her. I think that's what it will ultimately break him is like the love for Sakai, which will bring him back to B Rat. She's probably like in like one of those like weird like smoke filled like Power Rangers like with the mirrors all around. Yeah, right in the rooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see it out. She may even have a fight scene with smoke around against uh, Maria. But yeah, or man. Goldar. It's always Goldar. For that, oh yeah, Goldar. <laughs> like, Tommy ah. shows up. <laughs> yeah, got the candle. Like, oh, this is where they got the idea from. One of the weirdest things um, watching that show we did was realizing that the whole time Rita knew their names and knew where they went to school, and she never handled that. Like I always thought they had a secret identity, but no, she's like, "Ah, Kimberly, I'm gonna make your mom's cake into a monster." She's like, just, just get a gun, but Rita. But regardless, that brings us to uh, what we are doing when we're not in smoke-filled rooms. And uh, what are you doing, uh, Senpai? Uh, you can find me on, actually, I'm on TikTok now, so doing some TikTok shit, Copasek Senpai. Uh, Twitter is always active, and as well as the IG, Copasek Senpai, all three. Where can I find you, Kip? Or you can find me uh, on Twitter.com at James Ford. You can find the podcast at Comrade Me on Twitter and Instagram. Probably need to be on the Instagram more, honestly. But uh, we uh, have Comrade where you could find episodes and articles. There's com slash episodes for links out to the platforms slash merch for uh, our merch. First, he's going to charity, uh, currently Trevor Project. Then also uh, podcast at carbonmarkby.com if you have any questions or thoughts. And uh, you can also rate and view on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we had a little bit of a turbulent couple of weeks as I was sick, but I am glad that uh, once things got back on track, uh, so did you all. It was very nice to see. And uh, we love you guys. So thanks for listening. Peace. Do we have any lessons or no? <laughs> this much.